Hello there, welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode four. I'm going to be going over some of the key points that really made me sit and think for a while about what this person talks about. All the information in quotes next come from doctor and author Vernon Coleman. This guy wrote his first two books in the 70s and since then he's gained many enemies among doctors and drug companies. I was shown his videos in his latest book, Proof That Masks Are Doing More Harm Than Good, and I just wanted to know more and report on it in the podcast. So he was the first writer to warn that the overuse of antibiotics was creating drug-resistant infections, warned that ADHD was being overdiagnosed and treated with dangerous drugs, and he explained that stress causes or exacerbates 90% of illnesses, and there's like 50 more um, things that he warned about, all on his website, which I'll link below. In this episode, I'll go through some of what I think are very important segments of this book. Here he states vital evidence outlining the dangers, risks and ineffectiveness of wearing face masks has been banned, hidden and deleted from the internet. I found this out for myself um, recently. If you search anything on the internet, just in a search engine or social media that goes against mask wearing, all results are labelled conspiracy theory or incorrect, or it's just not there to be seen. He says, quote, research material outlining the danger of mask wearing has been removed from the internet on the basis that it is no longer relevant in our current climate. And then he says, we must remember the fact that for thousands of years it has been known that masks depersonalise and dehumanise the wearer. Dr. Coleman predicts that the public will be required to wear face masks outdoors even when exercising. Again, already I've seen people cycling with masks jogging with masks it's crazy one argument that we're hearing is that well if surgeons and nurses in theatres wear masks to protect themselves and others why we should too but if we dig and find the information that is actually censored we can see what many of the studies show and we're not given the correct way to use a mask we're not told the true facts about them either. Some basic facts about surgeons and nurses who wear face masks are that they're always in rooms with controlled air temperature, they change their mask every two hours if they're operating for long periods of time, and they actually discard and replace the mask if they accidentally touch any part of it, it isn't the nose bridge or the elastic ear loops. Surgical face masks were introduced in 1897 and there have been many medical and scientific papers written on their use. A quote from one paper called Preliminary Report on Surgical Mask Induced Deoxinization During Major Surgery, which you can find and read through on the National Library of Medicine part of the National Centre for Biotechnology Information's website, which I will link below. The paper shows that 53 surgeons of both sexes who were all employed by university hospitals aged between 24 and 54. None of them smoked, none of them had chronic lung disease. The paper showed that the longer a mask was worn, the greater the fall in blood oxygen levels. Low blood oxygen levels can sometimes lead to fainting and can actually affect natural immunity, increasing the risk of infection. Again from the same website, a paper called Surgical Masks in modern operating rooms, a costly and unnecessary ritual found there was no difference at all in infection rates, whether or not the surgeons wore face masks. And from the same website, 
a paper called Surgical Face Masks in Modern Operating Rooms, a costly and unnecessary ritual found there was no difference at all in, in infection rates whether or not the surgeons wore masks. Besides that surgeons and nurses who work in these environments are specially trained to not touch any part of their mask except the nose, bridge and ear loops. If any other part of the mask is touched, then it is replaced. And I myself have worn the same mask more than once, touched different parts of it, kept it in my rucksack, my pocket. I see many other people doing the same thing. So we're told to wear them, but we're not actually shown how to use them or the scientific facts about them as well. Coleman writes that the huge problem with face masks is the cut down in oxygen intake, followed by an increase in carbon dioxide intake. He said, quote, the tighter a mask is on your face, the more likely your blood oxygen level is reduced. An associated problem is that greater respiratory flow is simulated. Associated problem is that greater respiratory flow is stimulated, which can cause loose fibres from the mask to be inhaled. I've actually had this where I've worn a surgical face mask for about two hours, maybe longer, taking it on and off, having to pick bits of the mask off my tongue and sometimes feeling bits in the back of my throat as well. This was usually after walking up multiple flights of stairs, fast-paced walking, where my breathing was obviously increased. So, yeah, this point is proven to me. In the book he writes, between 2004 and 2016, 12 articles appeared in medical and scientific journals which all show us that masks do not and will not prevent any transmission. Between 2004 and 2016, 12 articles appeared in medical and scientific journals which all show us that masks do not and will not prevent any transmission of infection. In March this year, Dr Jenny Harries, Deputy Chief Medical Officer in the UK, said that it is actually possible to trap the virus in your mask and start breathing it in. She said wearing face masks is a bad idea. And then the Chief Medical Officer, Chris Hitty, said that wearing a mask had almost no effect no effect on reducing the risk of contracting COVID. I touched on this a little bit in episode 3 when I showed the CDC and others come out and say that young healthy people do not need to wear masks. Another point he made was that fabric masks and face coverings made from recycled materials such as clothes and rubbish will actually allow viruses to pass straight through because studies have shown, which are in the book and on the website, that these masks can have pores 5,000 times larger than the virus particles. And then he goes to show that what dentists have reported seeing since people started wearing masks in 2020. Problems such as inflamed gums are due to masks. One dentist he quotes, which is in the book, we're seeing inflammation of gums of those who have had healthy gums forever, as well as cavities in people who have never had any problems. They say... Masks cause dry mouth, which means you have less saliva in your mouth, and the saliva kills bacteria in your mouth and on your teeth. It talks about skin problems. There's a warm moisture that is produced inside the mask when we exhale. This can cause people with acne and other skin conditions to experience flare-ups and sores. The warm moisture also causes an overgrowth of yeast and bacteria which can produce something called angular carlitis, which is the cracking of the skin around the lips and the corners of your mouth. So warm for long periods of time, the air we exhale goes directly into our eyes, 
This increased airflow can cause dry eye symptoms, irritation and other problems. The advice given by eye experts is that if you wear a mask you should also be wearing goggles and using lubricant eye drops. So if you wear a mask you must wear goggles and use lubricant eye drops is what these people are saying. And then brain damage. Oxygen deprivation causes damage to the brain. Brain cells are destroyed and will never be replaced. Leading neurologists have claimed that children and teenagers must never wear masks because their brains are more active at the younger age. And science shows us that And science shows us that the more active an organ is, the more oxygen it needs. The book also shows how other leading neurologists have said that dementia will increase in the next ten years and that children won't be able to reach their full potential because of wearing face masks. So this is just a small amount of what's in Dr. Vernon Coleman's book and on his website. If you go have a look, he presents a hundred facts you must know about face masks. You can find everything there. I will link it below. And the book is actually available online for free. Uh, he's calling it a public service and I think it's great. There's so much information in there. Finally, I'd like to agree with Coleman in his predictions. At the end of the book, he predicts that symptoms caused by mask wearing will actually be blamed on COVID, and then politicians will use this as their reason to further enforce face masks. I totally agree with this. I think we're going to see it happen. So thanks for listening. All feedback is welcomed again. So if you have any suggestions, just comment below. And we'll be back next week.